Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. If I were to ask anyone who knows their Bible where the love chapter is found, they would undoubtedly say 1 Corinthians 13, and they'd be right. But if there were no 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in the Bible, then the title of love chapter would have to go to 1 John chapter 4. The word love is used in various forms in that one chapter 29 times. That's more than in any book of the New Testament except for the Gospel of John. Follow me as I show you some truths about true love from 1 John 4. Verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Believers are to love one another, and God is the source of love. It also says, Everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. You only know how to truly love if you're saved and in fellowship with God. A lost person doesn't know how to love. A carnal Christian doesn't know how to love. A lost person or a carnal Christian who thinks he has love is settling for a poor substitute. Verse 8 says, He that loveth not knoweth not God. So verse 7 says, If you don't know God, you can't love. Verse 8 says, If you do know God, you can't not love. It says, For God is love. It's not just that God is really good at loving, or that God has love, or that God gives love. It says that God is love. You can't know God without knowing that you're loved. And you can't know God without knowing how to love others. It says that if you don't love others, you don't know God. Verse 9 says, In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. God's love is seen most clearly and most completely in His plan of redemption. There are many evidences of God's love in each of our lives. But there's no other manifestation of God's love to you that compares to the fact that He gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to die in your place, so that you might be saved. The best I love you in all the world is in the fact that you're born again. Verse 10 says, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Our faith is not centered on our love for God. Our faith is centered on God's love for us. If salvation were by works, we'd all be saying, Look at how much I love God. But salvation by grace can only say, Look at how much God loves me. Those first three words of verse 10, Herein is love. Declare that you find love in its purest form in the cross. Herein is love. God loves you with the ultimate love, and He proved it when He provided the way for you to be reconciled with Him. Verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. God's love for us is the primary reason and the most compelling reason why we should love fellow believers. Verse 12, No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. That statement, no man hath seen God at any time, is the same phrase used in John 1.18. There the point is, no man has seen God, but the life of Jesus on earth manifested the character of the Father. Here the point is, no man has seen God, but the love of believers 
manifests the love of God. Loving others is the perfecting of God's love in us. Verse 16, God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Genuinely loving others is a product of a strong personal relationship with God and of abiding in Christ. Verse 17, herein is our love made perfect. Genuinely loving others by abiding in Christ is the perfection of God's love in us. Verse 17 again, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Genuinely loving others by abiding in Christ will give us boldness at the judgment seat of Christ. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Genuinely loving others by abiding in Christ is the Christ-like lifestyle. Verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. Perfected love is a fear eliminator. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. If you're afraid to love, something is jammed in your love-perfecting process. Verse 19, we love him because he first loved us. If you're afraid to love, go back to the source, the cross. Love always originates with God. Our love to God is always a response to our awareness of his love for us. Verse 20, if a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Hating fellow believers reveals and demonstrates an unhealthy relationship with God. And verse 21, and this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. God commands believers to love one another. That's a crash course in Christian love from 1 John 4, a chapter that deserves a great deal of study and consideration by every believer. Christian, God loves you more than you can possibly comprehend. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.